welcome to this November 21st edition of the Post Buzzer Podcast. I will be covering a wide variety of both basketball and football, from GHC all the way up to the professional level. This is a reminder that the Student Spin Podcast is a sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views in this podcast do not represent those at the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or through the Six Mile Post website. And first on the agenda for today is... Talking about the GHC Lady Chargers, who sit at 2-4 and four right now. They lost their most recent game at home to South Georgia Technical College, 62-42. to 42. And if you were at that game, you've seen that there just wasn't a whole lot of communication at all with the players on the Lady Chargers basketball team. Jasmine Stevens and Cheyenne Holloman were the only two Lady Chargers that scored in double digits. The Lady Chargers will be in action again tomorrow night at home against Albany Technical College, so come out and support your Lady Chargers. The men's basketball team is also sitting at 2-4, and four, losing both of their games over the weekend to Gulf Coast State College and Chipola College. P.J. Carter scored a total of 59 points over the span of both games, while Julian Dozier scored a total of 28 points. And the men's basketball team won't be at home again until December 9th when they host a new rock prep. And moving over to the NBA, the Atlanta Hawks moved to 10-6 after defeating the Toronto Raptors 124-122 to in overtime on Saturday night. And if you missed that game, you missed one heck of a game. As I said, the game went into overtime. You missed one of the easiest lay-ins that I've ever seen to win a game off of a Trey Young assist to A.J. Griffin. And their 10-6 and record is the third best in the Eastern Conference, trailing only the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks, who are both favorites to win the Eastern Conference this year. And the Hawks will be back in action tonight as they travel to Cleveland to take on the Cavaliers, who also sit at 10-6. and six. So that's shaping up to be a really good matchup for the Hawks. And switching over to the football field, we have the new AP Top 25, who has Georgia sitting atop for the third straight week after beating the Kentucky Wildcats 16-6 on Saturday, which wasn't the most impressive game. When I looked at it, uh, offensive-wise, Georgia couldn't get a whole lot going. But again, their defense is just playing out of this world like they have in the past two years. So they got by. It wasn't a pretty win, but it was a win nonetheless. And they have Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, and TCU to round out your top four for the college football playoff if they were to go by the AP Top 25. Now, just sitting out of there is a team that I've talked about a whole lot, which is USC coming into the season, bringing in Legan Riley and Caleb Williams, who sit at fifth, and I'm hoping that when the college football playoff committee makes their rankings Tuesday night, that they're able to kind of sneak up in there and stay in that fifth spot, just in case TCU loses. And then moving from Athens over to Atlanta, Georgia Tech pulled off an upset over the 13th-ranked North Carolina Tar Heels, 21-17, and they trailed 17 to nothing in the second quarter, but then they wound up scoring the game the last 21 points to essentially walk out of Chapel Hill with a win. And this is a second-ranked win Georgia Tech has had this season. They currently sit at 5-6. and six. You know, They have that big game against Georgia Saturday. To where if they win that game, they'll be sitting at 6-6 six and six and be bowl eligible for the first time since 2018. And if you're a Tech fan like me, you know Brinke's done a whole lot to really change the culture around that team and kind of what they're made out of. So it's given a whole lot of like optimism to me as a fan of the team going forward. Like I don't expect this to be Georgia. Saturday, but I at least expect us to compete for at least a little bit of it. Because, of course, you know, 
last season, Georgia won 45 to nothing, and they won the last four games against Georgia Tech. And then moving over from college football to the NFL, you have the Atlanta Falcons, who's still surprising people, who beat the Chicago Bears 27 to 24 yesterday and moved to 5 and 6, who a lot of people like me thought that the Falcons would only get to like five wins this whole entire season because preseason the team really didn't look like they had a whole lot going for them. The roster from top to bottom looked like one of the worst rosters in the NFL. However, Arthur Smith's done a good job of keeping them in every game that they've played this year. Like Aside from that Bengals game where they lost by 18 points, they've been in every game up until at least the fourth quarter. And I still have questions about whether Marcus Marietta can be that guy behind center for the Falcons. But I say if he keeps on exceeding expectations, the team keeps on winning, not necessarily because of him, but if he makes enough plays to where the Falcons can sit back and say, hey, we only need you to deliver this and this and this during the game instead of having this huge game week in and week out, then I think that it'll help him a whole lot with his confidence, making sure that not everything is resting on his shoulders. And also during that game, I want to throw congratulations out to Falcons running back slash returner, Corderell Patterson, who had his ninth kickoff return for a touchdown and passed Devin Hester, another great Chicago Bears returnman for the most kickoff returns in a career. And next up for the Falcons, they'll travel to Washington, D.C. next week as they take on the Commanders. And what will be a crucial game for both of these teams to kind of keep their playoff hopes alive because the Commanders, they sit in last place in that NFC East that has the Eagles and Giants and Cowboys all in it. So they are definitely going to need to win this game if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive with the teams that they're competing in within their own division. And the Falcons, they still have a chance to come and surpass the Buccaneers for the lead in the NFC South maybe later on this season. But I think that the Falcons, it's going to be a real tough road coming in these last six games, trying to come out with enough wins to where they could still surpass the Cowboys and the Giants and even the Cardinals out there in the NFC West. They're still going to do better than everybody thought they were going to do. Although I don't think they're ready yet to compete at that certain level of competition to get into the playoffs and battle for that seventh seed. But that's all we have time for today on the Post Buzzer Podcast. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And I'll see you guys next semester because sadly this is the last show of the fall semester for us. With that, I say be sure to show out in December for your men's and women's basketball team and go Chargers.